0: Are you ready to listen to my dad Joe and Uncle Justin talk about sports? Now, on no, with the show! The Joe Mays and JRAF show is brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop, which have been serving the greater Westlawn area delicious food for over 70 years. You are listening to The Joe Mays and J-Raf Show. Boring. A <clears throat> weekly podcast about sports since 2011. Don't you ever get tired of being wrong all the time. With a focus on football. 36-yard line of Philly, shotgun snap to Hertz, dropping back, only one person rushing, Hertz looking, standing still, winding up, long pass, that lands at the 20, no one is there, zeros on the clock, it's over, it's over, the Chiefs have won, the Chiefs have won Super Bowl 57 on a game-winning field goal,
1: trailing at 10 At the halftime stop, 24-14. They go on to win 38-35. What a game.
0: Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Raffaugh. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Joe Mays and JRAF show coming to you loud and clear this week. Hopefully, if not, I'll be getting a call any minute now, but I'm fairly certain this is working the way it should be. Justin and I are here to talk about everything that has happened so far in week 12 of the 2023 NFL season. Let me bring Justin, my co-host in right now. Mr. Raffoff here. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, best, Best holiday of the season, right? I'm not. uh, You know what? I don't debate you on that because I do tell everyone that Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday of the year. That that is true. Because it is my favorite meal. I I just actually finished the last of our leftovers today, and I I texted a picture of my mom because she's the one that that made them for us. And I just said I'm looking forward to this, but Mm -hmm. also makes me... A little disappointed because now i got to wait, you know, what, 361 days or something. An extra day, mind you. Actually, a bunch of extra days. Because of the leap year in 2024, it is pushing Thanksgiving to the farthest date on the calendar. It should have been the closest date on the calendar. It would have been the 22nd this coming year. But because it's a leap year, it pushes it to the 28th. So that's terrible. That's one way to look into (laughs) the new year, 2024, that... It's not playing out for people who love Thanksgiving and the Christmas season. people who wait for Thanksgiving to start the Christmas season. Now everything gets pushed back, so it's just terrible all around. but the food is my favorite. it's my favorite holiday because it's right in the middle of the best time of the year. you know October, November, December is by far the greatest three month stretch ever so, so not ever. The, not the steel, not your,
2: debatable, not the thunder, but those those three months are a great. Like, season, but the best
0: month is July. you're going to hit me with July, (laughs) you know? And I saw one of the Instagram accounts I follow sent a poll in, like, these They have, like, chats now. If you have enough followers, you can have these, like, chats. And I just get thrown into these things. I'm like, whatever. Sure. And one of them was posed, like, what's the best month? And December was running away with it, as it should. But July was second. I was like, no, we cannot have that. We (laughs) cannot let Justin know that that's what's happening.
2: I feel like that's our movie thing a few years ago where, like, yours will win, but it's closer than you would like it to be. Like, then,
0: yes, that was a while ago now. Wow, that was what, seven years ago, I think? I don't, dude, I have no idea. It was a long time ago. But yeah, there were some movies that were going up against each other. I was like, "How does this one not win?" <laughs> I mean, and most of them ended up winning, but that's good. So yeah, welcome to episode three hundred eighty six of the Joe Mays and jraf Show. We're, we're going to talk pro football here. A lot of interesting events. I don't know. A lot of some of the games weren't exactly the best on the schedule. It was kind of, of-
2: there were a lot of close games, but not necessarily good games.
0: And yet somehow the Thanksgiving game still got a huge audience, which just reiterates how the NFL is king. We'll dive into those three games, the first ever Black Friday game, and then the slate of games this afternoon, this evening. But let's first pull up our information here. I want to put up the contact information if you would like to interact with us. You can find us across social media, Joe Mays and JRAF. Send us an email to the Maze Sandwich Shop email inbox at joemazeandjraff at gmail.com. And we do want to thank our sponsor, Maze Sandwich Shop, and my dad, Bill, for their support. Since the beginning, Justin, we've been doing this for almost 13 years now, which is uh, That's kind crazy. of bonkers yeah, yeah, to think about it. But pro football has kind of become our thing, by and large. So,
2: Along with, what, 44 million that were watching the Cowboys game? One, <laughs> right, one, yeah. On Thursday,
0: that's that's a good thing. That's why we always wait till late Sunday night to do our show, so that we're not taking away from multiple games. You know, we don't ever step on the Super Bowl because we don't want to. We don't want to take away from what the NFL is putting out there, right? Exactly. But yeah, huge numbers on Thanksgiving. I I sent that to you yeah. on when it came out on Friday and that's, Saturday.
2: That's after what the most watched Monday night game since nineteen
0: ninety six. Yeah, something like that. So yeah, like you, so,
2: and you throw that in. So, in the same. In the same like six day period, there's going to be a ton of big ratings games.
0: Yes, huge. Now,
2: now and again, not I'm I'm being Eagle centric in that the Eagles have had a couple of those this year. The Eagles Cowboys was a huge rated
0: game. Well, before the, the Thanksgiving e- games, they had the top three. The
2: Eagles Bills may be big at the end, but maybe not for the whole thing because it wasn't a nationally televised game. Right? It was. It was just like. Now, a lot of the big population centers outside of the, you know, basically the western third of the country were in on the Eagles game, but it is, it wasn't a nationally televised game. So you're not going to see the crazy numbers. 40 million plus. Right. Right. But, man, yeah, just insane numbers. Insane numbers.
0: Trying to pull them up here for sure. Um, See if this is like something I can sort or week 10, week 11. So yeah, week 11, Monday night football was 28.96 million, (laughs) which is just bananas. Like that is, that is something special to get that many, that many people watching that game. Uh, Nearly 29 million for Eagles Chiefs highest for Monday night football since 1996. Over 41 million well, and, watched Cowboys route of Washington, yeah. just shy of. Written. Well, and
2: and just think about this: never have people had more options to not watch.
0: Right, <laughs> because of cord cutting and streaming, and it's happening on a holiday where there's a lot of travel involved. But it still, it's it still works right. its way into your routine. Yeah, I mean, football has always gone hand in hand with Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I know the NBA is trying to do that with Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's not having the same impact, at least not yet. I no mean, maybe the no. year-over-year returns are right. Are right, getting they, they get good ratings, know.
2: but it's not the same as it's a, football. What, a
0: pro- about a fifth, ish. Probably a fourth to Probably. a fifth. Probably,
2: I would think if they get, I would think if they get ten million for a game. Now, again, sometimes the Christmas ones turn out to be great matchups on paper, but it doesn't work out that way. Sometimes you get like a, a crazy classic matchup, but. You also in some years have had uh NFL games on Christmas, so that's gonna cut into it a little bit. Not everyone, like, but you know what I mean? Like there's there's only so much. Like I know like at my aunt's house on Christmas afternoon, if there's not an NFL game on, the NBA game will be on the TV. But if there's an NFL game on, the NFL game will be on the right. TV. Unless the Sixers are playing. Like the Sixers over like a I don't know like a Chargers Raiders game in the middle of the afternoon on December, it would probably be the Sixers game on the TV then. But like any other NBA game is probably
0: not going to make it over the NFL game. So all these numbers that I've previously mentioned are coming from sportsmediawatch.com. Thursday's Washington-Dallas NFL Thanksgiving Day day game averaged 41.44 million viewers on CBS per Nielsen Fast Nationals trailing only Giants Cowboys on Fox last year which had 42.1 million as the most watched Thanksgiving Day game on record. Overall the Cowboys 35 point win delivered the third largest regular season NFL audience on record behind last year and a 1990 Giants 49ers game on Monday night football. So Giants Cowboys on Fox last year was 42.1 million. That's the largest non-playoff non-Super Bowl uh viewing game for the NFL And like you said, with all the opportunities, there's other things out there. There's more ways to both watch and not watch at the same time. When you think about it, there's it's harder to watch traditionally because of people getting rid of cable. But there's more options now streaming. And they bring it all together. The NFL still is king. So just huge numbers here. Yeah, I just want to go down a little bit lower here as a one important one. Uh, just celebrated its 30th anniversary this year. Um, so apparently we're in the out of home era where you can watch games without being in a home. Um, no Thanksgiving game had ever averaged more than 38.4 million, which was Dolphins Cowboys in 1993. Thank you, Leon Lett for always being the gift that keeps on giving here in my family. As I recall vividly watching that game in the basement of my grandparents' home with my dad. Oh, I bet I bet that was uh entertaining. <laughs> I was 8 at the time. That's the honestly that's the first I believe that's the first football season I can remember. Mm. Uh, at least the whole season. I, I the first game I can remember watching on TV is the Super Bowl between the um Bills and, and Redskins.
2: So I remember moments here and there, but yeah, it's it's early on. Early 90s are kind of where it starts to set in for me.
0: So just, yeah, bananas numbers for those Thanksgiving Day games. I feel like the the first game was the one that didn't go as planned, as expected. But Lions-Packers, 29-22, Green Bay. Maybe
2: the most entertaining of the three games?
0: Yeah, it was the closest, but everyone's been riding high with Detroit. And now back-to-back weeks, despite winning one of them, they haven't looked great.
2: Well, what, they went at least over they were 0 for 5 on fourth downs. I don't know if a crazy one happened late. They may, it might have changed it or something, but like they were 0 for 5 on fourth downs like through a big part of the game and that's not a good sign. You know, um you might have one here and there, but like to go 0 for 5 is usually not not indicative of of good things for your team. Right. Um well, and early in the game, Jared Goff looked like Jared Goff that got traded away from he the Rams. He did. He has not looked great. Now he came back and and had other moments in the game. You know, like and and that happens. But it's just, I don't know. I I think the Lions are very good. I think they're going to win the division. I think there they'll be a, a you know a contender in the NFC because I think they've got enough there. I think they're they're still building towards towards what they're going towards. You know what I mean? Um, but
0: and while yeah. Jared Goff has been serviceable and at times has looked really good, are we getting back to the point now where he's showing what he truly is by well, and large? And he's, are they going to have an issue? Hey, maybe they do stick it out and win the NFC North, but are they going to be a no? Are they not going to win a game? Are they going to lose?
2: So here's the thing: I think I think the rest of the season and postseason are going to kind of dictate what they do if they go and they win a couple playoff games i think he buys himself more time in 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 detroit i think if it kind of sputters and they don't and paired with and they have the opportunity to upgrade whatever that would mean i think they might do it
0: i guess we'll see i it just they haven't been playing great i mean i'm all for them uh really in the NFC that would be a team that I would be probably most excited to see make a run false i just like i just i mean like i i honestly i feel like the eagles 49ers and cowboys are better than them I do too but if I have to pick between the four of them I'm picking Detroit you know it's the lovable loser mentality no false uh, I love Dan Campbell I loved him when he was with Miami he was the interim there and I was like man it would be so, great if he got the job it, like
2: when he first went to Detroit I thought because he was all that rah rah and they were not very good and I'm like this is it's f-. amazing what happens like, when you can be patient I'm like I'm like, it's this is not it like he it's it just wore on me wrong you know what I mean but then they, they were patient and it turned around yeah amazing man. what
0: happens when you give a, a coach and a staff some time to work through the roster, get their systems in place. And now you have – well, remember how much they ridiculed Aaron Glenn a few years ago? And mm-hmm. that may have been either Campbell's first year or even before Campbell took mm-hmm. over. I believe they showed some just ridiculous stuff happening on Thanksgiving and everyone was like trying to laugh him out of out of the city and out of the the coaching ranks. Like how ridiculous is Aaron Glenn's defense, which makes me feel old because I remember Aaron Glenn being a defensive back yeah on you know for the jets for sure you know i was now he's you know one of the the better defensive coordinators in the nfl but you know, campbell comes in they give him some time he turns it around and now he's got an offensive coordinator who turned down head coaching offers or interviews to stay there because they thought they were building something and they have and they're much better and it's great they're hitting a little bit of a skid here now hopefully they can but turn it around it,
2: it happens and you know what it is important over the next so uh, we're through twelve weeks, right? So right, this, over the next week over 12, the next six weeks, for most people. over the next six weeks, you need to win enough, right? Win enough, and then get into a spot where you are like healthy, right? If you're hot and healthy, come middle of January, you're in a good spot.
0: They are eight and three. They go to New Orleans this coming weekend. Uh, a week from now. Got to win that one. They go to Chicago. Got to win that one. They host Denver. That's a tough one. Now, it's not, it's not a conference game, though. No. So if you're going to have a hiccup, that's the one that you want to have the hiccup. Because then to close it out, their final three games are at Minnesota, at Dallas, host Minnesota. That could those last three weeks could decide if they win the division. Yeah. Honestly, it could even decide depending on what happens with the other three teams I mentioned from the NFC, the Eagles, the 49ers, and Cowboys. The the division seeding. Um, Eagles and Cowboys will be fighting for that East Crown. 49ers likely to to win the West. Lions or Vikings winning the North. It could figure out who's one, two, three, and four. Uh, so very important stretch for Detroit. They need to get right, they need to beat a struggling Saints team beat a bad bears team before they welcome Denver in on December 17th. So
2: I hope that's a big game. Like that would be awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Could. So here you go. And I don't know what the other games are that week. Could that be a game that gets flexed on Monday night? Maybe. I don't know. Could be. I want to see a game get flexed on Monday night, but I don't
0: want it to be an Eagles game. <laughs> um. So I'm looking at a, I'm trying, or at least I'm trying to. Here we go. Minnesota's remaining schedule. So they play the Bears tomorrow night, need, at home. They so they that's a now. that's a must win game right there. They then go to Las Vegas.
2: They need to win, but not a pushover.
0: No. Then they go to Cincinnati. So they got they got two AFC games back to back before two out of three with Detroit. And they when Detroit is playing at Dallas, Green or Minnesota is hosting Green Bay on New Year's Eve.
2: Wait, run through that one again?
0: So, so they're, uh, they host Chicago tomorrow night. Yeah. They then have two straight AFC road games at Las Vegas at Cincinnati. Okay. Then their final two out of three are against Detroit. They host Detroit in week 16. They go to Detroit in week 18. In between there, the last game on New Year's Eve, kickoff at 820, Minnesota hosts Green Bay. Which is now a huge game because Green Bay is trying to. I mean, I guess technically they probably could still win the division as well, but you know, they're at least trying to get in as a six or seven seed in the wild. That card. was a
2: huge win for them. It yesterday. was a
0: huge win for them.
2: And imagine if they're in a spot, they would if they were to beat Detroit, they'd have the tiebreaker with them because they would have beat them both times. Then you know, like did did Green Bay beat them both times? No, but I'm saying they would because they beat them yesterday.
0: Right. But, oh, oh no, Minnesota. I'm talking about Minnesota, not Detroit. I, yeah, yeah. Sorry, no, because I think sorry. Detroit are, are beat uh, – didn't they beat Green Bay at Green Bay again? I think because so, Because they beat yes. them at the end of last yeah. year. So well, let's talk uh, Cowboys-Commanders. wasn't a great game. Dallas kind of steamrolled them as they've been doing against it was, the teams they should be beating. It, it was
2: – I say close. It wasn't real close, but it was a two-score game for a little while.
0: It just was ended up being but like, a you score game. But you
2: could see it coming the whole time. You're just like, this is not – these teams are not on the same level, and you're you're watching. And Dak had all day to throw, and it's like, oh man, it's almost as if they traded away their two best pass rushers, which they did. Which I don't blame them. Like I I get that's the that's where they are right now. Like that's that's fine. But like you look at that team, like they're missing something. Yeah, yeah, they are. Um, and Dallas was just you give Dak. You give any quarterback. Well, I shouldn't say that. You give. A lot of quarterbacks in the NFL, and certainly Dak. Time to throw like that. He's going to eat you alive, and and he did. Um, they could do whatever they wanted, and then the defense when when you get ahead, big on them, and you can only you have to pass. Look out, because that's where uh, Dallas excels. When when they when you are in known passing downs is is not a place you want to be against that defense between. Um. You know the record-setting pick sixes or the sacks. You know, like you don't want to be in a in a must pass situation against Dallas.
0: No, you do not.
2: Especially so, when you're Washington and give up a lot of sacks. As long as you're not playing the Eagles,
0: the Cowboys are actually the Thursday night game this week. They get I to know. do that back to back before having. I know
2: because then they have a long weekend, a long going into until the hosting Eagles again.
0: Philadelphia. So the Dallas- Eagles play
2: three teams in a row that will have more rest than they do.
0: Dallas hosts Seattle this Thursday night. Then they host Philadelphia on December tenth. Go to Buffalo, December seventeenth. Go Bills. Go to Miami on Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve dinner time. Just like last year. Dallas hosts Philadelphia on Christmas Eve. That dinner time game, four twenty-five kickoff. And I just got to sit there and watch my dad and then all the family and friends gathered around, all Eagles fans. But my dad came out on top of that one. Uh, so he was he was the loner. Now he, now the entire family gets to watch some my dad and me my two favorite teams. I'm pretty sure I know who everyone else will be rooting for. That'll make me feel pretty good. Yeah, as exactly. I'm sitting there in my uh, my Tua jersey, watching uh, them play the Cowboys. Dolphins have a tough way to close, but we'll get to them shortly. Uh, so Dallas to Miami on Christmas Eve, Detroit to Dallas on December 30th. So slightly short week there. That's a great Saturday game.
2: Yeah, go Lions.
0: Whew. Lions-Cowboys, December 30th, eight fifteen, And then Cowboys get Washington again to close the season. <laughs> My dad sent me a few colorful emojis there. I'm, I'm sure. He, I'm he sure. let us know also um, that the high ratings on Thanksgiving was because it was America's team. Okay. <laughs> All right. So then the late game was 49ers-Seahawks. I figured and you, you got – never mind. Never mind. I'm going to – never mind. Uh, 49ers-Seahawks was the late game on Thanksgiving – G- going in, I was like, this is going to be Seattle or sorry, this is going to be San Francisco all the way. And then it was yeah. until like the third quarter, all of a sudden Seattle started coming back. Uh Now they never, it never really felt in doubt or anything for San no. Francisco. And they ended up pulling away again, but it just feels like, honestly, like I don't buy into this at all, but I do feel at times that there's just because probably the parody and because each team has, or all the teams have great players there are these huge momentum swings, as you saw today in the Buffalo Philadelphia game, that f- just feels scripted. Like it just well, especially like because just especially does.
2: because, and you've probably seen this,
0: this. I don't buy into that at all. This
2: could be a whole episode. This could be a whole episode, but like statistically speaking, momentum doesn't exist, <laughs> right? Like and
0: momentum and, in the sense that we're talking about in sports right right yes yes momentum <laughs> the f- yes that is like there's a, a mathematical yes, yes, sorry, uh, sorry, and sorry. scientific theory out there that yes, says momentum absolutely yes exists.
2: yes but momentum the figurative momentum right, it's a that we speak thing. it's a mental thing absolutely but they talk about and i watched this thing and it drove me nuts it, it specifically broke down like the hot hand in basketball and it's 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 that any, like, hot streak is just a statistical anomaly. Like, it's part of the larger set that, like, yes, like, you know, wh- if you're a good shooter or, or if you're this career shooter, you will make eight in a row at some point. You know, like, you know, like, <laughs> now, again, there's there's a lot that could go into that. But, yeah, wh- when you look at these things, there's some of these shifts in these games are just unbelievable. And what's crazy is when you're watching it and you're like, oh, no, that's going to change everything. And obviously it happens the most when you're, like, or maybe you're just more uh, sensitive to it when it's like your own team, you know, like when it's your own team and you're rooting and you're just like, Oh no, like we missed the extra point and we're only up, you know, three now instead of four, you know, like something like that.
0: Updating everyone on the ongoing Sunday night football game, Baltimore at the LA chargers chargers lead at three, nothing here. Very close to the end of the first quarter. I
2: don't know if she's watching, but my mom was giving me a hard time, my dad and I, she said, the Eagles are so lucky. Like, the Ravens never get that lucky. And I'm like- Well, if momentum doesn't
0: exist, luck certainly doesn't exist. I I want to say,
2: I want to say, the Ravens won Super Bowls with Trent Dilfer and Joe Flacco. Don't tell me they never get lucky.
0: (laughs) Touche. So there was one thing I had said to you that I wanted to mention, but I was going to save it for the show. And with you just, you brought up the Broncos yeah. uh, playing against Detroit. And could that game be flecked? Cause all of a sudden that's become a pretty big game. I've become, well, I've never been a, a Broncos hater. I would oh, say no, I, it's no, always yeah. one of those teams that like, I kind of liked, you know, yeah. they were in the AFC. So it was tough for me to fully cheer for them. But Understandable. They, when, if Miami was out of the playoffs or by and large for the last 25 years, not in the playoffs, Denver's a team I can usually get behind. Um, by the time Peyton Manning had gotten there, I was already, uh, you know, I had done my 180 on Peyton Manning. You know, I didn't like oh. Peyton Manning for a long time. Absolutely. And then things changed when he started to take himself not so serious, you know, just kind of loosened up and got got himself out there without being in a football environment. It made me like it more. So, like, he went there. it's fine. He was around um, to cut
2: the meats. Cut the meats. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, and I, I was a huge Broncos fan in the, the mid to late 90s when they were playing Brett Favre and the Green Bay Packers in the, the Super Bowl.
2: Oh, so you were anti Farve even back then. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah.
0: 100%. Oh, my gosh.
2: Hated the Packers,
0: hated Brett Favre. Uh, that never changed. Impressive. So yeah, uh all this to say I- I'm happy for and what I'm whatever on Sean Payton like what he like I don't have a there's nothing that makes me for or against him. It's fine. I also was never really a Russell Wilson hater. I undersold right. him at the beginning, right. and then maybe oversold him a little bit once he was traded. Understandable
2: for anybody that's an NC State slash Wisconsin
0: quarterback for right. me to be
2: like, "Hey, let's pump the brakes." Considered
0: a undersized, right? You know, it's fine. Like, whatever. He had a terrible year last year. Yeah. Everyone said it would be better. It started off really bad, one and five. They've now won five in a row, and they are six yeah. and five. And the whole reason I went through all this is that. No one can say anymore that the Dolphins haven't beaten the team with a winning record and also did it by a score of 70 to 20. Yes. As I will remind everyone. Yes. So, uh, absolutely. Now, would I trade that massive de- debacle on the Broncos' part against Miami for a win against one of the three games I would have liked the Dolphins to win this year against Buffalo, Philadelphia, or Kansas City? I'll give you Buffalo or Kansas City. <laughs> um, and I get another shot at both. Dallas uh, which is one that I certainly want to uh, see my, yes. Miami win and then against Buffalo Merry which Christmas, I think is indeed. week 17 for Miami. Um man that would be that could be an awesome game. Yeah, so it's just the Dolphins so far like I obviously I always want them to win, but there's always games that just feel a little bit more important because of my personal rooting interest. Oh yeah. And they just they haven't come out on top yet. Thankfully there's two left, two big ones. Uh, against Dallas and Buffalo. Yeah, oh, yeah, we talked about this I think last week. Miami finished ho- hosting Dallas on Christmas Eve, going to Baltimore on New Year's Eve and then hosting Buffalo in the last last week of the season. So those three games are ridiculous. I mentioned to you that now that Miami vanquished the Jets on Black Friday in the first ever NFL game on Black Friday, 34 to 13, Miami must win their next three games at Washington this week. Hosting Tennessee, that's a oh that's a Monday night game on December 11th, and then hosting the Jets on December 17th. Miami has to win those next three to get to 11 and three. So because then go. they have Dallas, Baltimore, and Buffalo.
2: Miami being good could keep it in there, but like I'm like, and I I don't know when the deadlines are, but like could the Miami game get flexed
0: out? Oh, it's of like two. And, it's at I think it's at least two and a half weeks ahead of okay, time. So okay. the deadline is okay. in the next few days. Right. Right.
2: I, I don't see it necessarily happening because, because Tennessee's
0: not, not having a great year,
2: right? Tennessee's not great, but Miami is. So like you want to get, and it's
0: been a long time since you could say that like Miami's made the playoffs in the last, you know, they haven't won a playoff game since 2000, but they've been in the playoffs. Like they've had good seasons, two thousand eight, twenty sixteen, 2016, last year, you know, these are all nine, 10 win, 11 win yeah. seasons. It's just, they haven't won a playoff game in any of those since then. Hopefully that drought ends this year. Um, so I I have a bone to pick with you though, Justin. Oh, gosh. Not you specifically, just you as an Eagles fan. No, that's fine. There are four games that I'm keenly was keenly invested in this year yeah. with you and your Eagles. Yeah. You're one in three in those games in terms of what I care about. Okay. I'm oh, sorry. No. No, no, no. No. Sorry, I I got this mixed. You're two and two. Okay, because you beat New England,
2: which is which you uh, wanted. Appreciate that. right. So that's you a, that's ended
0: a... up beating Buffalo. When I was thinking of this at the okay, time, okay. the Eagles were losing yeah, yeah, to yeah. Buffalo because I was like, I swear, if the only two Eagles losses this entire season are to the Jets and the Bills.
2: See, I was talking to myself too. I'm like, as much as it stinks. Lose to two AFC yeah, teams. Right, exactly. Like, I, I'd but be okay with that.
0: You lost to the Jets. How in the world do you lose to the Zach Jets? Zach Wilson in the Jets. You beat the Bills so and you beat the Patriots, but you beat the Dolphins. That was the. I wanted you to go 3 I, and 1 against the AFC East,
2: and, and they you did. You screwed up the
0: Jets and, and, and <laughs> Dolphins one, though. You screwed it up. So that, it, it, that worked much more. That was better when you were losing to the Bills, right. which happened often back and forth throughout both. The well, the entire game, insane. including overtime, insane, insane. Uh, insane. But yeah, so the Eagles pulled it out. We'll, we'll jump to. I don't really have much else to say about the Dolphins on Friday. I'm really bummed that Jalen Phillips tore his Achilles, which I saw happen live. Yeah, the exact same thing yeah. you can see with Aaron Rodgers. Yep. You just see it. You could see it pop and go up. It was disgusting. It, um, I feel terrible for him because he was having a fantastic year and he battled through injuries at UCLA and Miami, Florida. Uh and now it's it, one of the Dolphins' best defensive players. So it really sucks. But they got the win. They got to win their next three games to set up a crazy last three weeks for them that I already mentioned. If they go get into that at 11-3, and three, they sh- they're they looking good. They're looking good. And honestly, because the Bills already with, have six losses. Well, right. If they get to 11-3, and three, that means po- quite possibly they could clinch the division with a win over Dallas then. They... Okay, they yeah. might have clinched it before that. They may that. have a
2: clinch before that. Well, that's, fine. The, that's bills, the bills, fine. the Bills I'm have not, a tough schedule coming up. Too. I'm not a, I'm I not need not...
0: the Bills to win that Dallas game, is what I need. Um, yeah. So here's where I'm at with the Eagles. And no, this is not a green shirt for the Eagles. Dude, I Christmas appreciate shirt. that you
2: changed out of your red Christmas shirt to wear the Eagles <laughs> green shirt. Like, yeah.
0: I appreciate that. So,
2: Did your dad get that one
0: for you? <laughs> no, I'm sure my mom did. Ah, okay. The Eagles are. 10 and 1. Yeah. Haven't had a buy yet. Oh, they had a buy yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because it's week. I keep thinking it's week 11. No, it's week 12. So 10 and 1. Best record in the NFL. By two games. Up, yeah. Up on everyone in the NFC by two games. NFC probably looking better than the AFC right now. At the top. Well, yeah. I mean, but maybe not depth. I'd say Eagles, 49ers, Cowboys. Lions, that's like that's yeah, four yeah. solid teams there, and in the AFC, I don't know that anyone has really separated himself. Kansas City won today, but that's to get to eight and three, which is what Miami is at, and yeah. that's what Jacksonville is at.
2: Right.
0: I don't think any is of that them. Where have, the Ravens are, too, and um, I think. I mean, so. they're playing now, so they might. Right, not. You know, they right. Well, actually would this get them to nine and two? I don't know. I yeah, don't know. Should pull that up especially because Miami gets to play them again. I feel like Miami and Baltimore play all the time. Uh, no, the Ravens are eight and three and they have, so they haven't had their buy yet. So this would actually move them into first place uh, with the win against the Chargers. This is, I feel like the moment where Baltimore begins to regress. Like they always have that hiccup. They, they start strong for a game or two. Then they look terrible for a game or two. Then they look great. And then something happens and they start to fall apart. So, Losing to the Chargers, that's a road game, so not as bad. But losing the Chargers here, a Chargers team that is and 4-6 and and floundering, possibly going to fire Brandon Staley, that would be a bad look for the Ravens to lose this game. Now, I know they just lost Mark Andrews. But their receivers were playing better that they should be able to offset it. And people were talking about Lamar Jackson as a possible MVP candidate. You should be able to keep winning without Mark Andrews, especially right. when people talk about likely the other tight end. Uh, they have a lot of regard for him. Now that's a touchdown right there. So Baltimore just scored. Is that Zay Jones? That yeah, is. Or sorry, Zay, Zay Flowers. Flowers. I yes. always do that. Zay Flowers gets the touchdown. So Baltimore, pending the extra point, will go up seven to three on the Chargers. But what I was saying about the Eagles, 10-1, and one, two-game lead in the NFC, Good chance, like the probability would be that they w- will win the division and be the number one seed if things hold. Um, how about their schedule the rest of the way? Brutal. It's so, brutal. Okay. Yeah, well, I'll pull it no, up. No, no, so no. We- the next
2: three games are brutal. Okay. So they play. Oh, this is part of that stretch. They play. Right. They're still in this stretch. So they've played the Dolphins. Um, and actually, that wasn't part of the stretch, probably technically. Uh, but they played Kansas City on Monday this past Monday they played, um, the bills today. Um, they play. So the bills had an X, the bills had extra rest. Now the bills traveled, but the bills had extra rest because the Eagles played on Monday night at Kansas city. But then the, uh, the Niners have extra rest because they played on Thanksgiving. Now, again, the, the Niners are coming East. Um, I believe, um, but the Eagles host the Niners this coming week. Yes, in Philadelphia. But the Cowboys play this Thursday again, and then they play the Cowboys on extended rest next week, the following week, at Dallas. And then they play Seattle the week after that.
0: Yeah. All right, um, so it was a... So
2: that that three is, is going to be real tough. And then they end with Giants, Cardinals, Giants. Right. So um,
0: So it was a six-game stretch against – Playoff caliber teams, yes. or at least preseason speaking, because honestly, Buffalo right now is struggling. No, exactly. No, I no one sees them as a five and six team, though. They almost won the game today. I, I thought
2: they were six and six.
0: Do they not have a bye yet? You're I, right. You're right. right. They are six and right. six, so no bye yet for Buffalo. But again, but no, one no one's no one right. like no one looks at them as a six and six team. No. And then seven of eight games. So they had the Dolphins game, but then they had Washington, which honestly played them really tough. But so seven out of
2: eight eight teams that week one loss to the jets might really come back to haunt them.
0: Buffalo? Yeah. Yeah. But of in, in those eight game stretch including the one with Washington sandwiched over after Miami, d- uh the Eagles haven't lost cuz they lost to the jets the week before the dolphins game. Stupid. Just terrible. <laughs> um beat the dolphins, beat Washington, Beat Dallas, beat Kansas City, beat Buffalo. So now you get the. Is this the biggest one on your schedule this year or is the Dallas game still trumpet? So. The 49ers game this coming week, this week one, this, 13. This
2: one has been the big one. And I would say, I would leave it there for me. I know I know a lot of Eagles fans are going to like probably skip over this one to go to the next Dallas one. I'd leave it there for me just because I feel like if the Eagles win this next one, that last that next Dallas game might not actually mean anything to the Eagles because they would still be a game up on the, on the Cowboys. So if the Eagles, honestly, if the Eagles split the next two, either way that I, I really like their chances to be the one seed in the NFC, you know? um, and, and that, that's huge. Being that one is, is so big because you know, that's the difference between the buy and, and not getting the buy. Um, this one is also big just because of to me. And again, I am 100% biased in this, but the unprovoked like trash talk that came from San Francisco about that NFC championship game. Like I don't, you know what I mean? Like, it just seemed like where, where did this like come from that they feel like, Oh, they had to like, just, you got your butt kicked now. Did you lose your quarterback? Yeah, but guess what? You didn't block for him. Whose fault is that? It wasn't a cheap shot. Like you, you didn't block for him. Like you don't have another quarterback on your roster who could compete. Whose fault is that? Yours. You know, like I didn't. I didn't see anybody feeling bad for the Eagles when Nick Foles had to go in and win us a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like, was now is that the same thing? No, but like. Have somebody on your roster other than your starting quarterback that you're not going to block for that can that is able to throw a forward pass. Like, feel free to do that. You know what I mean? Like that. They're like, well, Christian McCaffrey was running all over him. All right, well then run the ball, and your quarterback won't get hit in the arm. Like I, and just I don't know. The that being said, the Niners are very good. Like the Niners are very good. Like they had I'm
0: that weird swoon there. When they they did. lost to what the. Browns, Vikings, someone else, right? It was three-game three, game, three yeah. game skid, I think. Yeah. Oh, was it the Bengals before Burrow got hurt? I think that's what it was. I think they lost the Browns, Vikings, Bengals in yeah. three weeks or three out of four yeah. weeks, or something like that. And now they've bounced back and they kind of look at the, the team at the beginning of the year. Right. It'll be interesting for sure, this upcoming 49ers right. at Eagles next, but if, next Sunday. But if the Eagles
2: won that game, right, that would give the Niners four losses on the season, and the Eagles would still only have one. Right. With
0: and head to head you would have that tiebreaker right. too. With
2: five games left.
0: Essentially your biggest threat then becomes Dallas. As long as Dallas doesn't choke away right. another game, Dallas so I guess winning would
2: technically speaking, it's it's bigger for the Eagles to win against the Cowboys because that's the division one. A loss to the Niners but a win against the Cowboys would be really close to locking up
0: the division. The division. Yeah.
2: Cause they'd have a three game lead with four games left, you know, like, and two of those games against the giants who are actively going to be trying to lose in, in not the players, but you know, like they're going to be looking to maybe get their quarterback.
0: So <laughs> no offense, Tommy DeVito. <laughs> yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll finish the Eagles for you. Two things. First, I I feel like I tell it to you pretty straight when I feel like the Eagles are or are not being shortchanged yeah, or that they should have a reason to be angry or not. angry. I feel like I give that to you pretty straight. I'm 100% on your side when it comes to the 49ers stuff. I thought the reactions during and after that game through the entire offseason and the beginning of this season – were just ridiculous to me that the players just couldn't let it go. I don't like I don't get into the fan stuff because I'm not an Eagles fan, so I don't hang out with them. And like, and, and you know, Eagles fans piss me off. Oh, absolutely! Like it's it's you know, it's tough to be a non-Eagles fan in and around Philadelphia and Philadelphia social media. I mostly roll my eyes or I usually text you and be like this is ridiculous yeah. like look at this th- like this is stupid this is why people don't like you you know that's what I like I, I like I do like but I also send I'll be like look at these idiots when it comes to Penn State like I'll send you like this is the right. dumbest right, thing right, I've right. ever seen right. we we, do, Penn that. State we do that we just yes. do that we're open and honest about that stuff but I I'm with you on that when it comes to the 49er stuff I don't have a horse in the race I don't it doesn't matter to me next week but when I look at it the motivating factors I just don't understand the 49ers attempting to disrespect Philadelphia for the way things went down last year and just the constant whining that that happened. So that that was just whatever and they get to settle on the field this week and maybe they'll be setting up something in the playoffs this year right if the 49ers want any chance of hosting that game they need to win this I told you
2: week. all I want is the Eagles to win the last time they play though
0: right Niners. yeah and we talk whatever about the that last all the one time. whatever the last time is I want them to win that one just like Harrisburg that's right Mannheim Township but the other thing about the Eagles and this is actually what started this entire conversation. They're ten and one, but they do not look like a ten in one team. And there's two ways to, to to splice that, and it all has to be like: Are you an optimist or a realist slash pessimist? As they always get grouped together, because I always tell people I'm a realist, and my sister yells at me, "No, you're a pessimist." <laughs> well, whatever, maybe they're the same thing. And you, and honestly, I think you fall into the more realistic, pessimistic camp than optimistic camp. Like there are people on online that despite seeing the way the Eagles have played of late, getting all those wins, know that they're not playing great right now. Right. They're still winning, which is what the optimists right. will say. It's still got the win. And you're right. That is all that matters. Right. As long as you get the W, it doesn't matter.
2: Especially in the NFL. But
0: <laughs> as a realist pessimist, I look at that, that's going to catch up to you. Eventually. Eventually. Yep. Now, maybe it'll be in the regular season. It won't really matter, but it could happen in the playoffs right. too. So, as someone who stresses and gets anxious about their sports teams, which I know you know nothing about in No, at that, no right, I'm Justin, calm cool
2: collected all the time.
0: If I was an Eagles fan right now, I'd be sitting there and be like, We're ten and one leading the NFC East, have a two-game lead in the conference, and I feel like we look like crap.
2: See, I still am like, okay. I felt like first half was not good. Right. Second half and overtime were fine. Now, defense couldn't get stopped, but the defense was banged up and just gassed because of the terrible first half last week. I felt like the defense. Well, I mean, I know they got lucky with some drops, but at the same time, Kansas city has had drops all year. Like that's not like a, an aberration for them this year. Um, but I look at things too. And I'm just like, yes. Yeah. So let me back up. I agree with you. Like when you watch them play, I wouldn't be like, yes, this is absolutely a 10 and one team, you know, or that this team is two games clear of everyone in the NFL in terms of the record. The optimist in me <laughs> is like,
0: we're not playing our best and we're still winning.
2: Right. And they're finding ways to win. Now, like, you can argue Monday night they, they got lucky, but they also helped, like, and, and some of that was Chiefs drops. Kansas, City, Kansas City didn't score. In well, the second had, half. They
0: hadn't scored in three and a half quarters I know, I into know. today's game against the, right. the Raiders.
2: So, like, so there's that. Um, And at the same time, they were able to score on a Chiefs defense that hasn't been giving up a lot of points. You know, so like, I'm like, it's not like, you know, Pat Mahomes was running back and like kneeling in the end zone for safeties. And that's the only reason we were able to score. Now, did they get some lucky like breaks by them not catching the ball? 100%. Absolutely. Um but I look at things today, you know, and like today's a perfect example. They didn't play great to start the game. But they like they played much better. The defense, while not great, held them to field goals a couple times, um, blocked the field goal once, um, held them to a field goal like late in the you know, in overtime to give your team a chance. So like they while not ideal, the they were good enough. And then the offense got it together and Buffalo was having trouble stopping the offense. You know, like and so it got right. And you know, just so happens after, you know, they they go on and win the game after Stefan Diggs and uh oh, what what's the tight end? Gabe something mm-hmm. for them.
0: No, Gabe Davis Gabe is Gabe Davis and, and
2: or... oh, okay. Gabe Davis and Stephon Diggs are uh, you know, mocking the Eagles like you know, fly thing, like to the sideline and all that stuff. And then they lost, um,
0: before the games, they were, right, like, right. Um, how stupid, so but like, people
2: are. but, but yes. So like, I'm like, I look at it as the Eagles have a long way to go, but I'm like, they can play a lot better. They were also playing without Lane Johnson today. So like, and that kind of came out of nowhere, right? Like, you know, so if you're going to tell me, Oh, they struggle early. Well, Okay. Like, I I can understand because you're losing your best lineman. I I love Jason Kelsey, but Lane Johnson is better at right tackle than Kelsey is at center, even though Kelsey is a Hall of Fame center. Like, they have two – my opinion, they have two guys right now who are Hall of Famers on that line, at center and at right tackle. Um, And it's just – while it was very frustrating, they they – they did not play well, but they they did enough to hang in there. Right. And then next thing you know, it starts to go. And and it kind of becomes one of those things. And is it exactly the same as this? No, but like I feel like it's starting to maybe be that way a little bit. They used to talk about how like just that pressure of when you're like playing and like Tiger is close to you, you know, and like you know, tiger's like making a move and he's just hanging around and then like the pressure would get to some of the other people. I feel like if the Eagles are hanging around and then, like, something doesn't happen, like, you miss a field goal if you're the Bills, and then all of a sudden you think, oh, man, now the Eagles have a chance. You know, like, just kind of one of those things. Um, but, yes, they they need to play better to get to their ultimate goals, right? Like, they need to be able to play better to get to their ultimate goal, which is winning the Super Bowl. Um,
0: it's just not – the way they're winning is not sustainable, no. Now, and there's two ways that can go. They can go bad and they can start losing, or they can go back to the team that people think they are and start winning easier. Right. Now, right, exactly. And, and we talked, they have a tough stretch of games, so are you going to beat those other very good to great teams as easily as you should be beating the Giants and the Commanders? I'll, though both Washington games were a bit of a struggle. Right. And you right. didn't play New York yet, right? You played two of their last three?
2: Yeah, you haven't played New York
0: yet. So... I mean, if you can get through this gauntlet of of seven out of eight crazy games, and you're what five and zero right now in yeah. those, yeah. Well,
2: and that's the thing. Like I was saying going into the the crazy stretch, I'm like, win as many of these games because if you go like if you go three and three in the six game stretch, or you go two and four in the six game stretch, at least you'll be you know in a good spot because you did you won your other games. Well, they lost that Jets game, and I'm like, oh no, here we go. 'Cause they're entering that stretch and then they were able to actually get it moving. So um so like that's why the game like today is big. Why? Because you play the Niners and the Cowboys in the next two weeks. You know, like so winning this game is a is a huge game. Right. Um so yeah, I'm I'm big Bills fan. Yeah. You know, I hope hope they can uh win some games the rest of the way, so specifically against Yeah, Cowboys. uh, I big big Dolphins fan. Hope hope they (laughs) can beat. Hope they can beat. I hate to
0: burst your bubble, but I am a huge Cowboys fan. This week, I had my throwback uh, mid '90s Emmitt Smith jersey on for Thanksgiving football on Thursday. I didn't feel like there's a better jersey to wear. Um, I did. uh, This shouldn't surprise you whatsoever. I did over the last few weeks look for a Kelly Green Jason Kelsey jersey. Um, unavailable in, uh, unless I want women's cut, I don't think I'd look great in women's cut. So I'll just, uh, hold off for, uh, maybe a a deal later down the line. Um, I actually, I have a Kelly green Randall Cunningham Jersey from the nineties doubt that fits anymore. Do know where it is. So I could pull that out, but don't think that one's going to fly. Don't think it's going to fly so let's just quickly breeze through a few of these other games. I'm trying, I was trying to find this thing that Greg sent us of, per- so apparently there was a false alarm fire yes. at the NFL red yes, zone. Headquarters red zone. With you could hear the alarm going yeah. off. Well, so it was, so it was, the, the TV was on Kelly and I were up having dinner. The girls were downstairs in the room with the television, but playing, not paying attention. And they started to hear the fire alarm on the TV but didn't realize it was coming from the TV. Right. It's like a Scott Hansen in the studio. Why would there be a fire alarm noise coming from the TV? And they kept hearing it. And I had seen on my phone that this was happening, but I didn't make the connection that that's what they're hearing because they were complaining that they're hearing this alarm sound, but they can't figure out where it's coming from. And I unfortunately missed the broadcast of it live, but apparently, like, he was like, not refusing to leave, but he well, wasn't sure he was... He, he was,
2: wasn't leaving, and then there's like, all right, we've been told we have, have to, leave. to leave. We're yeah. going to the closest game, which is the Eagles-Cowboys.
0: And it'll just be there. Right. Uh, Eagles-Bills. Yeah, sorry, Eagles-Bills. Uh, now, of course, the internet is having a field day yes. with this. Um, and the, the the standard one, and one that I send you, I feel like once a month, is the comic <laughs> dog sitting in the room with stuff on yes. fire, yes. and he's saying this is fine. That was Scott Hanson in yes. the <laughs> studios during NFL Red Zone. Um There was no fire. It was a false alarm. But also, someone slapped the NFL Red Zone logo on the sinking Titanic and made (laughs) Scott Hansen the uh, part of the uh, string quartet playing as the boat is sinking. Uh, Yeah, great stuff. Uh, The internet remains undefeated for things like that. When it comes to uh, memes and jokes, internet is a great place. When it comes to everything else, it's pretty much a terrible place, so... Like uh, NFL fandoms, so trying to uh, navigate the waters of uh, conflicting NFL fandoms is, is something to behold for sure. It makes you uh, want to wash your eyes out with bleach. But here we are at the end of week 12. And some other scores of note Colts pull out the win at home against Tampa Bay 27 to 20. The Giants beat New England. The Patriots missed a field goal at the end of the game to tie it and force overtime. New England is now are they two and nine? Yeah, five and twelve not looking so bad now, is it? Are they? <laughs> I'll let not, you handle that email. Are they? Are they getting to five and twelve? Is that a realistic spot for them to get to? They host the Chargers. They go to Pittsburgh. They host the Chiefs. They go to Denver, they go to Buffalo, they host the Jets. I don't know. So that's what, six games left to go? They shouldn't beat the Chargers, they shouldn't beat the Steelers, they shouldn't beat the Chiefs, they shouldn't beat the Broncos, they shouldn't beat the Bills. I'd say push with the Jets. Now, not to say they can't win any of those other five right. games, but that, you're, that'd be a 3-14 and 14 season. Yeah, that is unreal. Yeah, unreal. And is Mac Jones the quarterback? No, Valley Zapp, Bailey Zappi's the guy. No, no, he's oh, I mean, he is the rest of the season, I think. Zappi, yeah. Um, Pittsburgh post, um, Canada fired this week. First
2: time they've gotten over 400 yards in like 52 games or something like that.
0: 16 to 10 win over the Borough Cincinnati Bengals, big win for Pittsburgh. Conference and divisional game that gets them in a good spot here towards the latter half of the season, working towards the playoffs. Tennessee holds off Carolina 17 to 10. That was an awful game. Jacksonville squeaks by the Texans. That's only their second win against Houston in their last 12 tries. Well,
2: Houston would have had the same record and won both games against them because they won in week one against them. They did.
0: Surprising everyone. Yes. And they were about six inches short of forcing overtime. Matt Amendola's 58 yard field goal (laughs) clangs off the crossbow bar and goes the wrong direction. Jacksonville wins 24-21 and I believe up until the Kansas City win, they were the number one seed in the AFC chiefs want I believe that bumped them up. And we already talked about it. the Ravens win. I believe the Ravens will move up to the number one seed. NFC South, speaking of uh, dumpster fires and terrible games, the NFC South is quite the division. The Falcons are now in the driver's I, seat. I got after that one today. Their win over new Orleans to take both teams to five and six on the season. Uh, I still think it'll be one of those two teams winning. I believe we discussed it last week. I believe I had it to go New Orleans-Atlanta 1-2. So we'll see what happens. But the Saints had five field goals. That's it. No touchdowns from the Saints' offense today. And Desmond Ritter at times looked great, and at times looked terrible. Yep. The Rams destroyed the Cardinals 37-14. Huge day from my fantasy running back coming off of IR Kyron Williams. The Broncos, as we mentioned a few times already, five winners of five in a row after the win today against Cleveland at or in the Mile High City, 29 to 12. Did you see that uh, hit that forced? Uh- so I did.
2: I did. And from the one angle, you can see how he slides up and does hit him because, I mean, he got a bloody lip from it.
0: Yeah, I, I did see that concussion. after the fact. But like watching that live, I was like, no, that was a clean no. hit. They threw the flag because he got hit too hard. Like that is absolutely why they threw the flag. Which I don't like. But I also understand trying to protect your investments in the quarterbacks, but I I don't know. I just I what what do you tell that guy to do? Like how, how would he have slowed down? It's not like it was you know, two seconds after the whistle and it was an illegal hit. Like, would you see the TJ watt one earlier this afternoon where he hit him like three seconds after the ball yeah, was thrown? Yeah. I don't know if he didn't realize it was thrown or right, what, because right. I don't associate TJ watt with like cheap shots. Uh, Cause that one, I mean, that was clearly, so I don't know. I have no idea, but that one was certainly a flag. I did not think the one in the Denver Cleveland game should have been flagged, but obviously it was because that's where we're at. We talked at length about Buffalo, Philadelphia, or at least about the Eagles, but Hey, and we've known this for a long time you win because of Josh Allen and you can lose because of Josh Allen and you yeah. saw both of those in the game today
2: yeah um yeah i thought i thought he did he did he did fine i feel like in that game he did about like all you can expect him to do he had the bad pick yeah that was a bad pick but like the rest of it i felt like he did what he could do like they couldn't stop the eagles in the second half at, well, no, that's not true. They stopped him, I think, in the first drive of the second half. But, like, after that, I feel like they, they couldn't stop him, um, or at least consistently. Um, Yeah, they were just – was a little off. Like, man, they seemingly could get what they wanted. Like, I don't I – don't, it, it was – a very Bills. T- I think I sent you
0: some. Yeah, well, I'll let you read that okay. since you just um, sent it to me. Yeah. So, about the Bills Eagles, right?
2: Game. So, when when you look at it, uh, the Bills are the 40th team since the 1970 merger to have 500 yards, 10 third down conversions, and a positive turnover margin in, this, in a game. They're the first team to lose in that scenario. Teams were 39 and 0 entering that scenario. Sorry, I'm trying not um, to
0: shed a tear over that, yeah. over that result. Now,
2: at the same time, like, I think it's now something like thirteen or fourteen games in a row that if Jalen Hurts has been trailing by double digits, he's won. Like that—that's that, that's absurd. And also, he is now again is like thirteen or fourteen. He's won like thirteen or fourteen in a row in the regular season against teams with a winning record.
0: It's a pretty good start to a like, career.
2: Yeah, like he, yeah, he—he's. You know, again, he was shaky in the beginning, but the whole team was. Like they they were not getting it done in the first half. Um but he puts the team on his shoulders, man. Yeah, I'm I'm happy with the outcome today, but I'm just like I just feel like and and I know they, they still have a long way to go and it's hard to see when you're playing these great teams, but like, you know what? Keep getting better or, you know, keep working to get better and get wins along the way. Like, okay, we'll, we'll take it.
0: So the Ravens-Chargers game 7-3, nearing halftime, Baltimore does have the ball. We'll that that, that
2: is, This is an ultimate ball-don't-lie kind of situation because Lamar, I believe, had the first down on third down rush, and they spotted it short, and then they got stuffed on fourth down when they split Lamar out out wide. And then two plays later, the Chargers fumble. So <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so the only other game we didn't really talk about was Chiefs at Raiders. Las Vegas actually jumped out to a 14-0 lead. Right. And everyone's talking about what's wrong with the Chiefs. And, oh, man, Antonio Pierce taking over the Raiders. This looks like a sure bet. And then the Chiefs outscored them 31-3 to the yeah. rest of the way to win 31-17. Including
2: points in the second half for, right. for the Chiefs. And, and
0: well, we, I had mentioned that they had, up until they scored, after the Raiders went up 14-0, they hadn't scored a point in 3.5 half Quarters, almost an entire game had gone by since they had scored a point, but in the end, it didn't matter. Today they get to win thirty-one to seventeen. So that's where we're at. Ravens Chargers happening right now, almost at halftime. Bears Vikings tomorrow night. That'll be the end of NFL Week Twelve. Week Thirteen is next weekend, starting Thursday night with the Seahawks Cowboys game. Huge game for Seattle. Go Seattle! <laughs> After the way they've played of late, haven't looked great. This would be a huge statement win for Dallas, who is kind of a uh, you know, having the same type of season Miami has, that both teams are beating the teams that they expect to beat, and then the teams that it should be a battle, they're losing. So we'll see what happens for Seattle, Dallas on Thursday, and then you won't be here next week because you get the um, joy of watching an Iowa football game. That's right, You'll Iowa, be Iowa in, Michigan, in Indianapolis. To I said watch. I want the
2: opposite of the. I hope both teams have fun. I hope like, both teams hope have both teams have, have no fun.
0: Here, here! I'll I'll put you on the spot. Who are you cheering for, or do you want to see Iowa win?
2: So I have come to the realization: I I could find joy in Iowa winning, and that that is I don't I'm not rooting for Iowa, but like I could find joy in that just because it would be funny. Like it would be funny to see Michigan lose to a team that they have no business losing to. On the flip side of that. It's better for Penn State if Michigan wins, right. so I'm I'm fine. With it. Like while I don't want Michigan to win, I'm fine if they do because that is a better. Like honestly, if if Iowa wins, Penn State will not go to a New Year's Six game. Um, well, I they're, saw they were
0: left out of predictions where they're at now at ten and two. In so, the in the AP top 10, 10, and two, not going to a New Year six. I, they I had think, Ole Miss in over us. I don't think Ole Miss will. And
2: by the way, Ole Miss Mississippi State was a seventeen ten game, and everybody's like, we when it's the SEC, everybody's like, oh, the defense is great, and when it's Iowa and Nebraska, people are like, oh, these teams are terrible. You know,
0: like what I don't get is Ole Miss is also ten and two, I believe, but their two losses were destructions. Like they weren't even yeah, close. I believe they no. think they lost by three. Or four or more touchdowns to I'm guessing Alabama and Georgia, or maybe LSU. I think it was Alabama and Georgia. So,
2: no, they had to play LSU.
0: So my, they were probably to LSU. Then how
2: about how about and I, I know the divisions are going away for a lot of the conferences, but like how about Georgia and Alabama never playing the regular season? How how ridiculous is that? Like well,
0: oh man, we could do an entire show on college football realignment and whatnot. So. Well, we are approaching the holidays, which means, like, unfortunately, we're at the latter stages of college football in the NFL. Yeah. In a few months from now, when football's over, we get to play our college football game, which I know our loyal listeners absolutely love <laughs> when we do that. But I'm only bringing that up because, Justin, in about seven months, we can play a new college football How game. How that? So looking forward to that. We might have to uh, throw that in there when that comes out. It usually comes out, I think, in July, like early, mid-July. So we'll see if that's on schedule. I haven't heard a lot about it. I know there's some some NIL student-athletes are trying to milk it for more than what the discussion was. Um, If they end up ruining it, people are going to freak out, so... We'll see how that goes. I think there are also a handful of teams that are also playing hardball. I know Notre Dame was one of them. I don't know if yeah. that's been resolved or not. But I'm excited for that to come out. I was supposed to come out this past summer. But they delayed it. So hopefully the delay was worth it. Hope they get everything into it aesthetically. You know, Jersey Stadium songs all the traditions, that's what made that game so much fun. But also the gameplay, people just don't want it to be a clone of Madden. Right. Uh, which I have not played enough Madden over the last six, seven years to really ha- care about that one way or the other. So I I get it. But at the same time, like in Madden,
2: you can set it so that you can play like it used to be. Like, you know, you don't have to play it. You know, you don't have to use all the crazy controls. and You know what I mean? Like, you don't need to do that
0: if you don't want to. Sure. So, so. all right um so anyways you won't be here next week you will be i guess on will you be on your way home or is the game late i should be home on sunday oh right Um, it's saturday
2: right right. yeah i should be home but like it i don't there's no guarantees
0: no guarantees which means i'm doing this show not by myself because i don't like to do that mr paul roberts will be joining me on sunday so Paul will be on here to talk about the end of the college football season, and I'm sure we'll talk plenty of NFL action as well. Things will definitely be much clearer in terms of the bowl games, the New Year Six, the CFP. A lot of that stuff may be finalized. It should be, yeah. Um, by yeah. that point in time and uh, obviously huge games across the NFL um, starting Thursday and rolling right through uh Sunday evening when we get to uh discuss here. So yeah, Paul and I on the show episode 387 next Sunday night normal time 8:30 jamnjrradio.com or across our social media platforms. Anything else to add from you, Justin?
2: Go Birds. No,
0: I don't I don't have anything else, but uh, I think that's about it. Hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. Uh christmas day just uh, four weeks from tomorrow is christmas day so we are in the thick of the holiday season best time of the year enjoy it hope everyone had a great thanksgiving and hope everyone enjoyed this show and we'll be back in one week's time for the next one so for justin Raffoff, i'm joe mays thanks for listening to this episode of the joe mays and j-raff show
1: That's a wrap on this episode of the Joe Maze and J-Rap Show, brought to you by Maze Sandwich Shop. You can watch each weekly episode live on Facebook, Periscope, or YouTube. Be sure to like, follow, or subscribe to the show on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. You can also rate and review us on many of these platforms as well. We'd love to hear from you. Send your emails to the Maze Sandwich Shop inbox at joemazeandjraph at gmail.com. The Joe Maze and Jraph Show is a part of the JMNJR Radio Network, home to other productions such as the Bulldog Hour, Tangents with Friends, and Nat Chats with Dad. Until next time.